Hey you guys, welcome back to another episode of Sex, Love, and Relationships. It's your girl AC and we are recording our first video audio content. Um, I am going to admit I was a little nervous about doing this because typically when I record, I'm just here in my bed, my most comfortable place in the world and I'm letting you guys into that space. But this is all geared towards me being transparent, being able to give my transparent self you guys are going to be able to see me stumble through words. You guys are going to be able to see the faces that I make when I'm saying some of these things. And I think it'll be um, a nice um, shift as far as just in the content that I am creating. Um, I'm not going to say that this is going to be a continuous thing. This is just me trying to um, throw something out there and let's see, you know, um, how much of it sticks. But um, I definitely love being able to come to you guys and bring you guys the content that I do bring. Um, some of it a little controversial. Of course, you guys know I uh, think against the norm and I'm, si I'm trying to um, go against societal norms. So with that being said, tonight's episode is about hoeing. What is a hoe? Okay, what do we feel like a hoe is? All right. I asked that question to a couple of my friends, both guys and girls, to get a consensus on what a hoe was. And the majority of them say that a hoe is someone who receives um, monetary, um, things of monetary value, cash included, for, um, in, in trade, you know, for sex. Um, however, of course, me being me, um, AC slightly disagrees with that. I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into... Um, if you are going to be a hoe, be smart about it. And then also I'm going to talk about um, what that, you know, as far as where that derives. And then, of course, you have the double standard and then um, maintaining your wholeness and being in a relationship. So let's go ahead and just jump right into it. And let's talk about how most people categorize hoeing as um I would say both guys and girls just because that's just me being me. But, of course, it's mostly women that get the, um, I guess, uh, the bad cloud in regards to what a hoe is. But anybody receiving anything of monetary value in exchange for um, sexual activity, I don't believe is a hoe. Okay? I'm going to start with the fact that um, the very basic things, things that men like to get away from, um, especially some of my guy friends who are very vocal about, hey, sometimes it's just easier to pay for it because you don't have to worry about them being there. When you pay for it, they'll just go away, things of that nature. That whole courting process, depending on what kind of brain you have, can be classified as hoeing, if you ask me. Um, because if you guys are saying that hoeing is monetary value being exchanged for sexual activity, the date, the date itself, you know, how much money is, you know, are we categorizing as far as monetary value? Is it $100? Is it $200? Is it $500? What is it? You know, what about the person who shows up with flowers on the first date? You know, the dinner itself, maybe if you guys took, um, you know, they drove, there's gas, maybe there was a Lyft or Uber taken. Hell, maybe you guys are some fancy people and you guys are already having flights to go on dates and things of that nature. So, um, things of that nature. I'm going to go ahead and put that here because I say that quite often. And if you guys hear me say things of that nature throughout this show, let's go ahead and get fun and um, take a couple shots. Why don't we? Because I say that often and you guys are going to hear it throughout this show. Jumping back in, if you guys are that fancy and you guys are doing things like that, then you're technically hoeing 
or are you dating? I'm just saying, when you get into situations where you say um, trading monetary value for sexual activity, that can be a very blurred line, okay? The very few people that said hoeing is just having multiple sex partners we know that that was a very elementary way of thinking because as you become an adult and you can become more evolved in your sexual, what's the word I'm looking for? In your sexual, not relationships, but just in your sexual, um, damn it. There's a word I want to say. Hmm. In your sexual growth, nature, let's just go with that, okay? Because I was be stuck here trying to figure out what word I was going to use. So as you guys continue to grow in that area, you can understand that there are going to be adults who are sexual, um, sexually active and who are sexually active with multiple people. And that's just what it is. So there are very few people who actually categorize that as being a hoe, having multiple sexual partners at one point or one time. I think in high school maybe even some parts of college that was still categorized as being a hoe. But as you guys have become sexually active adults, then um, the, la the vast majority of single people would be then categorized as hoes if that um, was the definition. But back to what I was saying. So that whole dating process that you do when you are trying to get to know somebody Sometimes you guys are having sex on the first date. Sometimes you guys are waiting. Sometimes you guys are, you know, have certain rules, three months, six months, whatever it is nowadays. I'm not sure what's popular. But that money being spent and there's sex involved, then you're hoeing, right? Exactly. If that's the case, all single people, anybody that's out here courting or dating would be classified as a hoe. I don't believe that is what classifies you as a hoe. I think a hoe is someone who makes it a job. Okay? I think a hoe would be classified as someone who makes it a job. And I'm just using that phrase. I don't think that um, I'm very indifferent in regards to hoe, whether it be male or female. Whatever you do with your vagina or whatever you do in your bedroom or whatever you do with the partners that you decide to have sex with is totally your business. But... And knowing that, I feel like it's when you, it's the mindset that makes you a hoe. It's not necessarily the acts themselves. So if you are using um, sexual activities to for a job, which I guess is prostitution, that's what I would consider a hoe, prostitution, even though it is legal in some places. Um, and I don't think that that is necessarily a bad thing, to be honest with you, because... If you're going to be a hoe, you might as well be a smart hoe, okay? So let's get right into being a smart hoe. If you're going to be a hoe, you might as well be a smart hoe. Meaning, if you are going to be out here um, exchanging monetary value, whatever that means, but you have the mindset of, okay, this is a job and I am working, then you need to be making sure you get paid uh, wages in regards to your worth, okay? So you should know your worth. You should be confident if you are going to be in that category, I don't feel like you should be out here hoeing if you are someone that lacks confidence because it's going to reflect in what your prices or the gifts that you exchange in regards for your sexual activity. That's why you have baselines in regards to hoeing. You have the ones that are like bottom feeders, you have mid-level, and then you have like the top tier, okay? Those bottom feeders, I feel like, are the women and men who self-esteem levels are pretty low, okay? 
and they um, will take anything. Those are the ones that you can, you know, give them, you know, $5 box from Taco Bell or you guys can go and you can get them the, you know, um, Walmart $250 shopping cart to get them some groceries. You know, those are the ones who are really pretty much exchanging gas money for sexual activity, even though they're classing themselves as a hoe and they're saying they're working and they're doing it as a job. Um, they're not being very smart in regards to how they're working, okay? So then you have your mid-level who are kind of making like somewhat of a decent living. So you know they're able to maintain their rent or their mortgage, car notes, insurance, because they're accumulating enough funds or gifts to be able to satisfy their lifestyle, okay? Because ultimately, if you are going to be a hoe and you are going to treat sex as a job and you're going to receive monetary things for having sexual activity or intercourse with anyone then you need to be smart you need to be at least satisfy your monthly bills and if you're smart you want to go ahead and pad the count okay then you have your top tier men and women who are getting flued out okay those are the ones who are maintaining their lifestyle and they're building on it okay those are the ones who are going from rags to riches those are your um, pretty women, those are your uh, men who are um, side niggas because there are real side niggas out here. There are women who like to take care of men. I know I talked about dominance and um, submissiveness in a, a prior episode where I went into um, different roles. There are some women who do like to be extremely dominant and that they will cash out on a man. Okay. So don't just think that whole ing prostitution relates solely to women because there are some men getting flued out as well. Okay. And I'm not talking about just these ones. Okay, girlfriend, catch that tea. Anyways, those are your top tier ones. So if you are going to be a hoe, then you need to go ahead and be a smart hoe because those are the ones that's going to be making all the bank. Okay. Those are the ones that's going to be getting things that uh they need and things that they want all right so those are the ones who typically think a lot higher of themselves so people like to think that women who are possibly hoeing that they have a low self-value or self-worth and i think the quite opposite i think when you have those tier levels that i just explained to you then you can kind of get into um, a better understanding of what it is and where those people are at because I'm not going to sit up here and say someone who is having their needs met and they got, you know, and then some, these people are financing businesses for them. They're buying hair companies. They got online boutiques. I'm just throwing shade. I am messing around. I'm not saying every woman on social media with hair company and an online boutique has been funded by a John, but I am saying 90%. Ah, uh, just kidding. No, but what I'm saying is either way, she has, uh, he or she is making um, the right financial decisions in regards to their bodies. So I feel like their self-worth is not something that is minimum. They feel like they have a high self-worth and they've actually put tax on it. And they know that, you know, people sometimes don't want to be bothered. You have people out here who have high sex drives, who are not having sex in their relationships, who are pissed off and upset and sexually uh starved in their marriages and who will just pay for things 
just to be satisfied. And so when you realize that you have something that is such a hot commodity and you get good at it, of course, plug my show. I went ahead and had a show and talked about those of you guys who have high sex drives and those of you guys who like sex that you need to perfect your sex game because if you had a perfected sex game, maybe you could be on the inside of the game in regards to hoeing as opposed to pointing the finger. Now, I'm not sitting up here saying this is about to be a show for me to go ahead and tell everybody to go out there and start hoeing. I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you, if you're going to do it, be smart about it. And the ones who are top tier, who are even like the mid-level, if your finances are being taken care of, but top tier, they are allowed to have their finances being taken care of and they are allowed to also pad their account or fund a business so that something ever were to go south and they want to go ahead and pull out the game, they can go ahead and do so because they've now created another outlet. Okay, I don't think it's something that you need to look at long term. I think if you are going to hoe, it's got to be something that is like a goal. What is the end game? What am I going to do on the other side of this? Um, what does the next three years look like? I don't know, five years, 10 years, however long you decide to do it. And where am I going to be so that I'm not doing this for forever? Um, but if you like having sex, I mean, hell, more power to you. That's your prerogative. But that's just going to what people were saying. So we talked about people who said, that, you know, having multiple sexual partners, which, you know, crush that right away. Come on, grow up. And then, of course, the big one, people saying that if you exchange monetary value in order, you know, for sexual activity, people are doing that every day when they go on dates. Okay, it may not look like that right away, but like, I mean, you're having sex, you're going out, you're spending money. Um, because somebody demands for the money up front before any kind of sexual activity happens, I don't know, is that necessarily them, you know? being a hoe or is it the mindset you know i'm firm believer that it's the mindset mentally where are you checked into is this a job for you if this is a job for you then you're definitely a hoe okay you're definitely hoeing you're prostituting but just be smart about it if you're going to do it now being a hoe and being in a relationship i want to touch on that because that's probably um a little unorthodox or a little outside of the box but be a hoe and being in a relationship you can totally do it right be transparent with your partner. And I'm not talking about in a situation where you guys are um, pimping or your partners are pimping you out, whether that be your, your, your girl pimping you out or your nigga pimping you out. I'm not talking about either of those things. I'm talking about actually being in a healthy relationship and being a hoe, meaning one of you is using their body um, to get money for sexual activity. Now, I feel like you can possibly be in a um, healthy relationship if you have a partner who is strong enough to understand that dynamic and that you have now switched gears into sex being pleasure when of course yeah it can be pleasurable at some point but you have actually switched gears into it being a job just like people who like work out like you guys know I like to work out those of you guys who don't know uh I'm gonna ask you guys to get in tune I mean can you not see my fucking body yeah, no. Anyways, I'm kidding. But I'm just trying to tell you guys, working out for me um, makes me feel good, okay? And um, at different points in my life, as far as I did it as a source of income, as a job, I was training, I worked in a gym, and it made me feel good. So the mindset of, hey, yes, this is pleasurable, but um, it's making me money. Why can't you approach your relationship in that manner? First of all, 
Um, if you're at that level to where you're in a relationship and going to be in a healthy relationship and you are hoeing, clearly there's got to be some kind of security there as far as just the confidence within oneself. You have to make sure your partner is confident and you have to be confident within yourself to make sure that um, whatever it is as far as you guys' dynamics when it comes to sexual activity, that it, that is all brought forward and it's put on the table so there is no confusion as to what it looks like if they decide to have sex with other people. So oddly enough, that's going to be an open relationship. If you have a party who is not only just having sex within her relationship or his relationship, but also having sex with other people, be open about it, talk about it, set the parameters and set the um, foundation and be able to come and be able to back facts and be able to say, hey, if it is a situation where you're like, okay, this is going to be short term or if this is going to be a little long term, outline those terms so your partner is not in the dark in regards to what that may look like over a period of time. Don't just spring it on them, okay? Don't just get somebody so caught up with you and then all of a sudden be like, hey, just by the way, I know every morning when you see me get dressed and leave out for work, you think I'm going to some nine to five when really that's not the case. Okay. Think about it. You have porn stars who are actually in healthy relationships. Okay. Sex. There's an industry. It's a business and they have classified it as such. Okay. So whether you're doing it legally or illegally, sit down with your partner and have a very honest and transparent conversation. And like I said, it's going to come down to what you are doing to make sure your partner is feeling empowered in regards to you guys' relationship, as well as what you are doing to make sure your partner is secure in the relationship. Okay. Have those awkward conversations when it comes about sex, have those awkward conversations when it comes to what if the other party is deciding or wanting to have sex outside of the relationship. That is obviously not, them prostituting or hoeing because then they would just be doing it for pleasurable reasons be open to those kind of conversations if you are yourself hoeing and you are in a relationship be open to your partner possibly wanting to come to you and sit down and say hey you're doing this and i understand it's for business reasons but you know i'm interested in now you know having sex with other people and not be for business don't be so quick to shut it down you know people aren't um People aren't always out to get you or always out to hurt you. And if you feel like you're in a situation where it's like that, then don't be in the situation. But I'm telling you guys, you guys can't be in healthy relationships if you guys are out prostituting or you guys are out hoeing. Just bring it to the table, okay? Those of you who are um, who know who you are, who know your self-worth, who know what you have to offer um, a person, whoever you decide to be with, um, be secure in that and stand firm on that, Okay. If you're going to treat it as a business, treat it as a business and fucking put fucking tax on it. Okay. Don't just be out here doing it for fucking 10 piece nuggets and French fries. If you are going to do it. Okay. And don't just think because you are sexually fluid and you have five or six sexual partners that you are a hoe, leave that shit in fucking high school. Okay. If you want to be um, sexually satisfied and you want to experience sex with different and random people, that's solely up to you. That does not make you a hoe. You just maybe have a healthy sexual appetite. Um, and you will have find people that have that same healthy sexual appetite, okay? So do it and be free. Now, if you're the ones who think that, okay, exchange of monetary value, somebody going to ask for their money up front, they're going to ask for their money up front. They're going to get it on the back end. Whatever you yourself are doing, because you guys who are out here courting these people who are out here spending these money, going out just to be able to have sex, 
you may go ahead and save yourself a lot of money and time if you just ask the person that you kind of are interested in that might be you might be slightly physically attracted to and just saying like hey I'm very sexually stimulated by you I'm not sure what you got going on upstairs but what I can tell you is that your mental game is everything for me okay and I totally just want to have sex with you tonight don't say it like that we can have sidebar conversation I can tell you guys really what to say to get him out the drawers I'm telling you offer to take the bitches to target bitches love target take them to target and see what that gets you guys i'm telling you take her to go buy a new dishware set for her fucking dining room like <laughs> amazing okay so um yeah those are my thoughts in regards to hoeing and what is a hoe now i pose a question for you guys on my social media those of you guys who follow me um i am ac love on instagram of course ac love on facebook and I asked you guys, well, I did a poll and I asked you guys, is it possible for a man? No, I didn't ask a man. Is it possible basically to go from being friends to married? And on one of my pages, on my AC Love page, I want to say you guys mostly said yes. It might have been like 60-40 split. And then on my personal page, I believe it was a 50-50 split. But for the longest... Um, no, no was winning, but not by much. It might've been like 47, 53. Either way, it ended up finishing, you know, 50, 50 on one page and then 60, 40 on the other page with you guys saying yes, that you can go from being friends to marriage. And those of you guys who said no, what the fuck is really going on? And what kind of relationships have you really been in? Because, um, depending on the level of intimacy, and I have to also ask what kind of friends you guys have and, you're going to have friends that are on different levels, okay? You're going to have friends that you go to about finances, friends that you go to about relationships, friends that you go to about fashion, friends that you go to about everything in between, whatever, about sex, all of that, okay? You have different levels of intimacy. You have friends that have met family members, friends that I have not met family members, friends that know, you know, some of the things that happened in your childhood, friends that do not know. So there's different levels of intimacy in regards to um what that may look like so to say that you cannot go from being friends to marriage i have to question like what you know are you and your partner really like are you guys friends outside of just being um, romantic partners you know do you see yourself like hanging out with them are they the first person that you think you would think to call possibly if you were getting ready to go on a trip or if you're getting ready to go hang out go catch one of the movies that you like like are they going to be at least one of the top three people that you would call that's how I would categorize it. So if you can do all of those things, there's a level of intimacy. So you have to understand the intimacy that is connected with sexual chemistry. Um, and it's not sometimes just something that's going to be uh, lustful or that's going to just be right there in the moment. Okay, because that shit fades after time. So when you have intimacy that is built on a friendship, I believe that you can go into a union absent of being boyfriend and girlfriend because really what is that boyfriend girlfriend phase so you go from being friends to boyfriend and girlfriend to what fiancés in the marriage like i'm not sure like what the boyfriend and girlfriend like what does that phase really give you in regards to learning someone because i have some a lot of my friends that know me a lot better than some of my partners that i've been with in the past so i pose that question are you even friends with your partners right now Another thing I asked you guys was, I didn't ask, I just got you, I wanted to get your thoughts, but I'm going to leave you guys with this and it's going to kind of roll into sex talk, which will be the episode that we'll talk about next week. 
But um, I put up a statement that said, um, a woman's pussy isn't dry. She just don't like you. A woman's pussy is never dry. She just don't like you. Something like that. Either way, I put that up and I put thoughts on it. And um, I got a couple of dots in my DM. Dots. Thoughts in my DM. But I agree. I do agree to an extent. I feel like um, if a woman is not turned on, you are going to be able to tell. So that's something to uh, definitely digest as we get ready to, to talk about sex in our next episode. And I'm going to go into um, basically, you know, is satisfaction a game changer? Like, do you need to be sexually satisfied in order for it to be considered good sex or bad sex? And what good sex or bad sex looks like? All right. So I'm going to see you guys all back here next week. Sex, love, and relationships with your girl, AC. Thank you guys for tuning in to my first visual audio, audio visual show. Hopefully you guys were able to get an insight as to what it is that I do here. You guys are now in my personal space. I am sitting here naked. If you guys are naked, because a lot of you guys do watch my show naked. I'm just kidding. I wish you guys would. Maybe I should have you guys start sending me nudes while you guys are listening to the show. Pause. Do not do that, okay? But you guys are in my space here. I'm here in my room, my most comfortable space. Um, like I said before, typically when I record with you guys, I am in my room, but I'm in my bed, which is my most comfortable space. This is like my safe haven. Um, it's still a goal of mine to be completely transparent with my audience as I want you guys to be completely transparent with you all. I feel like when you are completely your transparent self in regards to sex, love, and relationships, you just become a better human being okay because if you are secure with yourselves in those areas which are some of the areas that we can be the most insecure in then you become like a fucking um, superhuman so i'll see you guys all back here next week sex love and relationships with your girl ac talk to you guys later